Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. So, Sine, I know that Ari Moyed has had a huge career, lots of um, Broadway success, lots of movies, succession, obviously. Well, when I saw him turn up in this movie, No Hard Feelings, I got really excited because it's like our friend from succession that we know <laughs> has turned up. Did you feel like that too? I did. I was like, Stewie's here. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a nice character on succession. No. He's a real asshole. But he was great in this. He was super, he was so sweet. I, I feel the same with David Cross. Again, not like I've got any sort of personal affinity with him and I'm not even like his hugest fan. We do, though. But whenever I see him, I'm like, oh, my God, David. He is, though. He is your bestie. <laughs> That's true. I mean, and look at everyone in this cast. Zach Cherry was also there from Severance and Succession and mm-hmm. various other things. Anyway, look at us go. Basically, and- we're in this movie. <laughs> we're, we're friends with everybody in this movie. Friends in high places. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, this is I Only Like You and Movies. My name is Lonnie. Her name is Sine. As always, how are you? Hello, I am well, thank you. Sine, you have my feelings. Oh no. Is the title of the uh, movie we saw today. Uh. <laughs> Very funny that two movies have come out around the same time with feelings in the title. Because I, I, to be honest, I've got to be confused at some point about which one was which. There's just a lot of, we all have a lot of feelings. A lot of as feelings. Mean Girls said. That's right. What is You Hurt My Feelings about? It's about conceptually, thematically, dramaturgically, if you will. It's about whether it's okay to lie sometimes. But yeah. practically, the premise is Julia Louis Dreyfus is in this. She's married to Tobias Menzies, who plays Don. And they're sort of having issues in their relationship um she's a writer Mm -hmm. and she overhears her husband saying to a friend that her writing is crap and he doesn't like it but to her face he says oh it's great you're so good ha ha ha. you're amazing Mm -hmm. and it's about sort of figuring out whether it's okay to tell some lies if it does like circumvent someone else from experiencing pain or shame or bad feelings for just the sake of it i guess exactly it's it's the the tension between being a truthful person but also being a nice person and being nice to your partner and the little white lies that sort of make the world go around um as opposed to being truthful which is also quite a, a valuable trait to to have and to cultivate um what a great concept for a movie like cool really concept. simple, yeah. but just from that one little scene, everything spirals out and it makes all the characters rethink their lives. Um, it's set in New York and it sort of follows in the tradition of, you know, rich people in New York sort of having their own sort of personal issues, um, which, you know, lots of movies like that. But I thought it was really brilliant. Do you like it as well? I did. I it, It's a very simple and small small movie in the sense that like the scope of it is quite 
interior, I suppose. Um, it reminded me a lot of the movie that I keep forgetting the title of that I spoke to you about. It would be helpful if I gave you any more information. Well, I might need more information than that. <laughs> I think Robert De Niro is in it. And there's a, there's a writer. No, it's definitely not Robert De Niro. Oh, what was it? What's it about? They're, she's a writer and they're in like a bar. There's an older man. Is it Bill Murray? We're going to get there, guys. We're going to get there. <laughs> with Rashida Jones? Yes. Yeah, that was Sofia Coppola. Yes, called? Um, called? On the Rocks. Yes. The rocks. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I've expressed in this podcast before, like, sometimes I'm not super into movies about how rich people have bad lives because, obviously, compared to a lot of people in the world, they've, they've got it going well. But, you know, every now and then, don't mind. And I think it's when it's done so well like this and... Also, what they're really talking about is universal experiences. Yes. And it makes you think about your own life. And then once you think about the film, nearly every scene is a scene about people making a decision to either tell the truth and be brutal Mm -hmm. or to tell a version of the truth to make that interaction better. So like Julia Louis-Dreyfus' character takes a reasonable offence at her husband who's been lying to her and she sort of sees a peek behind the curtain of what he really thinks. And obviously that's very upsetting, especially in the credit lights when you sort of are burying your soul on the page and then to find out that people aren't liking it and lying to you, terrible. But then you think back to when she's like leading a creative writing class and she's like being really encouraging of all the students, mm-hmm. which is what you want to do when you're an instructor. That's totally fine. And it wouldn't be very nice for her to just tell the students that they've got shit ideas. But like she's doing the exact same thing, isn't she? From a certain point of view. Yeah, I think a couple of things. You say two things about everything. Um, the point you made about like rich people, who cares sort of thing. It's not what you said. <laughs> um, Essentially, it was. <laughs> I think it's good in a way because it shows that even like no amount of money, no amount of privilege can absolve you from having to go through difficult interpersonal relationships and the decisions and machinations in relating to other people. Um, and yeah, like that, that themes explored a lot in this film because it's a movie about relationships. It's not a plot driven movie. It's, you know, also lives on dies on its performances and the performances are thankfully incredible. Um, but there is that really interesting theme that comes up multiple times. As you said with, with, Beth and her um, writing students, but also her husband, Don, is a therapist. And so there's a certain amount of lying that comes with that. You know, in in real therapy, the therapist never sits down and goes, all right, here's your problem. You're doing this, this, and this wrong, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it sort of raised into question, like, well, should should they just just put it out there, you know? Should, should he be encouraging these things and saying you're doing really well when it's like you're not actually trying <laughs> Absolutely. It's it's a huge ideal in society Mm. is that we should be truthful. That's how we teach our children, try and raise them to be truthful. And if someone's caught in a lie, they obviously get in a lot of trouble. But at the same time, part of being in society is knowing when you can tell a version of the truth to make the interaction better. I think it's a level of emotional intelligence as well. Like I think Mm -hmm. as, as a child, I was raised to be very truthful. But as I've gotten older... Like, if you did that all the time, you'd be an asshole. <laughs> like, that's not, you don't need to all the time. 
And as our queen, Taylor Swift, once said, you know, so casually cruel in the name of being honest, mm. just being blatantly honest and saying how you feel sometimes isn't an emotionally intelligent well, way to interact with someone or respond absolutely. to a situation, you know? Would would Beth have wanted her husband to say, I read the latest draft, it was shit, try better. Like, I don't think she really would like that. Yeah, so but at maybe... the same time, she wants him to be honest with her, so... Maybe she wanted a version closer to the truth. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's the ultimate meaning, is that neither, like both extremes are bad. Do you yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? And you need to aim yeah. somewhere in the middle with kindness and compassion and empathy for the person that you're speaking mm. to, but not... I also, I don't think it's... Like, obviously what he did was wrong and no one would support that. But at the same time, he didn't know he was being... Um, overheard in the point and like maybe he wants to blow off a bit of steam with his buddy and, and say oh she's so terrible but he doesn't really mean that maybe he's lying in that interaction too because he's yeah. in a different social setting with a friend as opposed to That's being with his life partner point. yeah mm. I didn't consider that I thought the way the movie handled it that was sort of his true moment but that's an interesting layer thinking that yeah he had certain social constructs in that interaction as well mm. yeah mm. like this is fascinating this movie I, I, I wouldn't I really enjoyed it. It's bringing mm. up, so it's like a real you know, movie for adults, this one, isn't it? Bringing in these, all these yeah. things for us to think about. Yeah. It's a movie for, movie for people who like the Before series by Richard Linklater, which is us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then you touched upon about um, Don Tobias, Menzies mm. being a therapist. Is like he's in his flop era, and they kind of all are, <laughs> too, aren't they? Lonnie, he we're starts... too internet-pilled. <laughs> <laughs> He starts to realize that maybe I'm not a very good therapist. Yeah. And then, then she tells him, no, you're wonderful. You're a great therapist. And he's like, yeah. how would you know? You don't come and view my sessions. So that, again, she's yeah. in a way lying to him by encouraging him, which is kind of the exact same thing that he's got in trouble for doing. People are complicated. Yeah. and it, But it's true. She's in a flop era because her book isn't going so well and she gets rejected by the publisher. Then she's her sister. She's played by Michaela Watkins, who we've seen various things um, recently. Uh, I really liked her in um, The Dropout last year. Mm. But I like that whole show, so obviously. But she's been various things over the years. Um, she's a, like a starting to question her career because she's an interior designer mm -hmm. working with some really terrible clients. Her husband is, is Arian, as we said who's a struggling sort of successful actor. Um, he wants to quit acting, but by ultimately he goes back into it because he can't help but fall into that career. Mm -hmm. But I, I like that about the movie. It's about people who you know, normally, you know, a lot of movies are about people who are high flyers, but this mm -hmm. movie was about people who are struggling and how they overcome that, which I thought was really interesting to see. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think how the movie ends off often is like the statement that it's trying to make, right? Mm -hmm. And how we end this movie is Don sort of struggling with the fact that he's getting older and his face looks tired and he's middle-aged and he ends mm -hmm. up getting like an eye lift or under mm -hmm. eye filler or something, which looks terrible, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's shocking. And he asks yeah. Beth, you know, what she thinks. And in that moment, she says, you look great. Yeah. But that's the right thing to do in that moment because he's just had mm -hmm. a cosmetic procedure done that can't be undone. He's feeling mm -hmm. insecure in that moment and she recognised that what he needs from her 
is reassurance. Mm. And actually, maybe that's the point. Like, there's a lot of stuff going around online at the minute about, like, partners and how they react to <laughs> when their girlfriends tell them something. And it's like, what do you need out of this conversation? Do you need to be validated? Do you need me to actually fix the problems? Do you want me to come up with solutions? Or do you just need me to mm. listen and be like, yeah, that's a shit thing that happened to you? It's that sort of a variation of this as well. Like, in this moment, she knows that what he needs from her is reassurance that he did the right thing mm. and that that looks okay. <laughs> and she recognizes that and she gives it to him, even though it's not 100% honest. You know exactly, and that is what—that's what it comes down to. The earlier thing is that when she was showing him the drafts, yes. was she wanting his actual opinion yes. as a, dramaturgically, or was it just, <laughs> yeah, wanting some reassurance that mm. she's on the right track? I think that's a very like I said, emotional intelligence intelligence before, but it's a very mature thing for both parties to recognize what each of them needs out of an interaction that they're having, mm. and I think that is fundamentally one of the core problems that we struggle with in interpersonal relationships you know like figuring out what needs what from the conversation and and who's coming Mm. to it with sort of a loaded I don't know all this baggage I guess and and what we need from each other when we're conversing with each other you know all that subtextual stuff hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. In terms of that, what do you think of the son's role in this story? Yeah, so Owen Teague plays Elliot, who's the son. Um, can you remind me? It's been a long time since. Like, well, his his point of view is that his parents are quite obsessed with each other and sort of left him behind oh, a little that's bit. That's right. Yeah. To a certain, I, doesn't usually go into that too much, apart from the fact they share ice cream and stuff, which is weird. Okay, so so but, no, let's discuss this. Okay. Is it weird to share? Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? You're really into like sharing food and, and what the rules are. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean about rules? I don't rules? know how I can be clear about this. How am I funny about rules? The rules to deal with food. Okay, you're just referring to the fact that when I go out for a meal, I'm like, okay, should we get this and then we can share this and then we'll do this and then we'll do that. I'm just trying to make the experience the best possible. Anyway. Yeah, and you're, yep. Ice Go cream. on. Yes. No, ice cream. What do you reckon? <laughs> so I think when it's in a cone, right, like you have one ice cream cone and you're licking the ice cream directly <laughs> and sharing it, no. Yeah. That's a no for me. No, That's much. an instant no. However, if you have like an ice cream in a little cup, and you get a little, one of those little spatula things, like little plastic or wooden spatulas. Mm. 
I think that's okay because it's more eating off the cutlery rather than just direct saliva to ice cream interaction. Right. And what about if you don't want ice cream and instead you want a little milkshake? Uh, guys, can we throw this out to listeners to see if this is weird or not? You know how beige flag flags have been going around? This is, is my beige flag. This is, is definitely it? one of your beige flags. Mm, don't know about that. Along with not listening to music on public transport. Um, I want to know what's around me. <laughs> I need my wits about me in case I'm attacked. <laughs> Why would you be attacked? <laughs> if I am. Anyway. I know, what I'm, I know what I'm doing. Anytime Lonnie and I are together and getting ice cream from any place, right? I'll be like, oh, there's a great gelato place here. Or there's a great gelato place at Chermside that we go to when I come up. Like anytime we have anything to do with ice cream, Lonnie orders the exact same thing, which is fine. Mm. But he orders a shake, a milkshake, or thick shake, I guess, if it's got ice cream in it, from a gelato place. Every time, guys, every time. So we go somewhere new and it's not like, let's try the specials that they have on <laughs> or let's try this really famous thing. It's always a chocolate thick shake. I see no issue with this. Why can't you just have ice cream? I like shakes. Why can't you just get a scoop? In addition to my ice cream, I'll just get ice cream instead. I'm kidding, obviously. You can get what you want from wherever. But it is quite funny <laughs> that no matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, it's so the you've same. you've chosen to be brutally honest in this just, just interaction <laughs> right now. You could have just said I'm it's st- fine, I'm sta- even though you hate it. <laughs> well, <laughs> do, I not, do I not accept this? Do I not go, okay, of course. Begrudgingly. And then pay? <laughs> like, it's... I pay as well. I'm not like it's Oh, you. sorry. No, I didn't mean it to sound like he makes I'm me pay for it. <laughs> Every week your demand for a chocolate thick shake is growing. No, I just, it's, it's just a funny thing, you know? We've all got our funny things. And you do try my ice cream sometimes off a little spatula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. But you'd never go direct <laughs> tongue to ice cream. There's just they're, something they're wrong married, about though, that. So that's not no, 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 no. Right, I'm on then. the sun's sun side with right. this. The, the real thing I was going to talk about with the sun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> was that he he talks about when his parents were raising him that he could do no wrong, and they were always <gasps> yes. supporting him and encouraging him to the point where at one stage he uh, got a bad mark in an assignment, and Beth went up to the school and got got him a better mark, mm-hmm. argued with the teacher until he got a better mark. Mm-hmm. And his point now is like he's in his 20s and he's struggling and he realises he's not that great, even though he's been told he is by his parents. He's like, you should have let me get the bad mark. I would have, that would have at least been a true reflection of, of what I'd done. Yeah. What do you reckon? I don't know. I could sort of see both perspectives in that that argument. I guess it's sort of touching on the participation trophy generation thing. Mm. Um, but also Which touching... Which talking to, not the kids' fault in that scenario. This is what it? I was about to say. Oh, my God. Guess who gave us all the participation trophies, guys? You. Yeah. Mum's like this. You guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How is this our fault when you're the mm-hmm. ones who did it? Um, and that's what I was touching on, right? Like, if you're told from birth that you're special and, and amazing and different and incredible, obviously you want your child to have self-worth and to mm-hmm. feel confident in themselves. 
But also at a certain point, it's like, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a family friend that we used to have who taught their children how to drive and refused to teach them how to drive on a highway, refused to let them drive on their learners on the highway. Mm. So when they get their P's and can drive on their own, they're now going to have to drive on a highway, which is very different to driving around streets, requires different skills on their own for the first time. Mm. What the F? That's bizarre. So it's like they've loaded up the kid with all the self-confidence yes. and other resilience. Yes, good point. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because like sometimes even if you try really hard, you'll get a bad mark, bad mark on an assignment. doesn't mean you're a bad person and that's kind of the impression or doesn't it, it maybe maybe is wrong but also sometimes things are wrong in your life so you need to yeah. have that scenario that's what school's for it's not just about learning it's about you know building experiences for you to when you into the real world yeah i guess the other thing is like touching on parenting and that you're always going to make a mistake and you're always going to try and do the right thing and sometimes it just doesn't it isn't the right thing like oh totally it's thought, all from the best of intentions yes absolutely she thought she was doing the right thing and in a way she was but mm. perhaps looking back the best way to handle that would be all right you did a bad mark at this it doesn't mean you're a bad person it doesn't mean you're mm-hmm. shit or stupid but this is what we need to work on for next time and i'm really proud of you for trying your best if you tried your best you know like it's all having mm-hmm. conversations like i've spoken with my psychologist a lot about how to be a good parent and she said something once that really struck with me and she's like it's just talking All it is Mm. is just talking. You just talk. You say, this is how I'm feeling. This is how you're feeling. This is how we're going to get through this because no one can read each other's minds. So it's just, it's just Mm. talking. Um, And yeah, again, interesting dynamic with the kid. Like, I feel like this is a really tight script in the Mm -hmm. sense that, you know, any, obviously every scene in the film is there for a purpose, but every scene, in addition to that, every scene in the film continually explores this theme in a different sort of relationship dynamic i guess absolutely yeah it's one of those things you learn in screenwriting classes about every scene should be exploring the theme mm. and having an opinion on it it's so hard and sometimes that can change as it goes yeah it's very hard mm. super hard but and all, and all only 93 minutes and a bliss right tight 90 these are our people <laughs> um it's funny talking about how she was trying to correct some of the parenting mistakes that were put up on her. It's funny yes. there's that there's that storyline or that that you know words of wisdom is that by trying to correct your own mistakes, you're not making different ones for your ch- children. So everyone gets raised by yeah. you know brand new ways. Each each generation is ruined by their parents. <laughs> uh, it's funny they they have some sort of gentle satire about the publishing industry because she's famous as a memoir writer where she wrote about her terrible upbringing from mm-hmm. her, her father in particular, who was verbally abusive to her. And they make sort of a joke a few times about, you know, if she if she was maybe had a worse childhood, she could write another book or something. And so it wasn't quite enough, the verbal abuse that she suffered. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think that's true, but it's, you know, obviously she had a bad life. But it's it, it, was, it seemed to me like they were trying to skewer some of that memoir industry where you can just turn your you're encouraged to turn your terrible experiences into entertainment for others do you yeah. have any thoughts on that i think you said it really well i don't know if i have anything else to add i liked that, that there was that other level to it as well mm. yeah. so yeah i thought i thought that was interesting 
it had that element to it as well as the interpersonal relationships. And, you know, we've sort of touched upon spoilers here, we always do, but I liked how it ended and it wasn't like everything was better. Like she gets a book out, but she's still not, yeah. I think, the best writer in the world. She's not like she's on cover of all the papers and stuff. He has some wins of this therapy, other ones he doesn't. Yeah. Speaking of that, yes. what do you think of the storyline with David Cross and his real life, um, real life, real life wife, Amber Tamblyn? They try and get the therapist to repay the money they've paid him over the years. <laughs> interesting concept, hey? Inter- fun concept, interesting concept, but it's not. It's not a guaranteed thing. Not how it works. You didn't yeah. sign a contract saying you're going to be fixed, like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And not to mention, it's got to be like it is a two-way street. The therapist can give yes. you some tools, but, but doesn't always mean it's going to to work. No. Um. Yeah. That was it. Was, it was a fun, fun part though, because some movies mm. could be all about that. That could have been its own. Movie, yeah. Almost that yeah. that concept. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Hmm. I've watched a couple of therapy things lately. I finished The Patient, which I'd like to talk to you about, but you refused to watch it. And we've also started watching Shrinking, which we'll see. don't know if we'll continue with that one, but we'll yeah. see. <laughs> but it is interesting that, that that's coming into the mm. culture in some ways. Yeah. yeah. I think because um, mental health is more broadly spoken about now, mm. and so it's not as such of a shock for someone to have a counsellor or a psychologist or shrink in the U.S., um Mm. that you see and so now we're being a bit more open with our experiences with that which i think is a great thing yeah absolutely now i haven't seen um many movies by this director nicole olfensina but i've heard they're all pretty good so (laughs) i am keen to do that to look into more of her um back catalogue and if if they're all like this you know smart adult comedies can't wait. Mm. Okay, is it rating time? Yep. What do you want to rate it, Sine? Four and a half stars. Wow. Really liked it. Thought it was really tight. Performances were great. Yeah. I'm going to go five stars personally. Five stars. Impeccable. Perfect. Can't get, can't get enough of it. Nothing you would change. Nothing at all. Amazing. It's also always good to see Julia Louis-Dreyfus and things, hey? Yeah, like we, we sort of skipped over her a little bit, but... um, should go without saying she's amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but for the record, she was. She was. Okay, well, this is out in the cinemas at the moment. I don't know if it'll stick around because it is that sort of smaller budget thing, but I assume it'll be on some sort of streaming service at some point and can't recommend it highly enough, can we, Sinead? We should have said that um, A24 was behind this movie. Mm, yep. Just banger after banger they're churning out. They really are. Different, unique, interesting, intelligent movies. Like, Absolutely. It's like someone had the idea for a film distribution company. Like, what if we, in a production company, what if we just made good things and released it? <laughs> it's working for them. <laughs> well, especially comparing this to something like some of the big budget things that are bombing this summer. Yeah. This American summer. It's like maybe don't just put $300 million into one movie. Maybe mm. spread that money across like 10 movies yeah. or 20 movies mm. and have smaller things. And so when it only makes 10 or $20 million, if that at the box office, it's not going to bankrupt you because you're making up elsewhere, mm-hmm. you know, totally. For sure. 
Anyway, that's why we're in charge of the movie industry, at least. Today. <laughs> while we're not doing, doing a podcast that no one listens to. People listen to. They do. They do. They Our like. analytics say people listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> we got one listener in Perth I know of, so that's good. Yes, we do. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Big Back Catalogue. We're still on Twitter. We'll be on Threads by the time this comes out tonight. We're going to do that. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Do you just want Twitter to be better like it used to be? Yes. <laughs> no. Twitter is where time. we are unhinged. <laughs> All right. I don't want to support well, a find company us we are on the internet. that tried to sway democratic elections. But I'd rather stay with Musk on Twitter. Well, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to stay with him either. (laughs) Maybe we make our own uh, social media site. Okay. We'll do that by the time this episode comes out. So (laughs) keep your eyes peeled. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.